Okay, so the first thing I have to make clear is that I just think it's really dumb that I even have to do a podcast on this because it's gross. It's terrible. It's disgusting. It's ridiculous we even live we like even live in a world like this. And I would like to be like appalled and shocked and stunned, but I went through my own abuse as a kid. So I'm not. This is how disgusting the fucking world is. And the level at which it's supported and protected is alarming. And the fact that most people literally don't take that into account because they're so fucking blindly trusting is the exact reason why we have this issue. It's exactly why we have to bring this to the fucking surface when we're like, hey, if you want to exit the matrix, we're going to need you to step into your fucking frame of awareness, put on your glasses so that we can literally shine a fucking light in this dark ass hole and put a stop to this shit for real. All right, so we're just going to lay a handful of things out there. After watching this documentary, I was like looking up where some of the people are. And one of them I'm friends with, the rest of them I didn't really find. As I was researching, one of the dudes I can't even locate. I literally can't locate him. Like, he got arrested in 2016 for investment fraud, and he is just MIA. And he's one of the victims, which I found to be interesting that I can't find him or his mom anywhere on the internet. That's a whole trip. I don't have any speculation on that at all. I'm just saying I found that quite interesting that in this particular day and age, years later, I can't locate anything on the internet from these two. Like all the news articles are from 2016. It's crazy. So that's neither here nor there. Um, The next thing I want to discuss a little bit is a couple of representations of places where we let this happen, we didn't say anything. We didn't hold these people accountable, we just let this happen. And it really does reflect that it's an open secret, that you can't go up against certain people or that you need to recognize how money and people's own blinding fear, because they don't wanna touch something that could fuck with their livelihood, is detrimental to the overall group when it comes to this kind of a thing. It makes this kind of a thing a protected behavior. And that's interesting. I think that's like the most fucked up and interesting thing to observe in this when it comes to the psychology of it. Because all in all, that's what it is, psychology. So let's get into these examples. I find one of the first and most prominent representations of this to be Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley was 24 when he met Priscilla. He was 10 years older than her. She was 14. Her dad was in the military. He was stationed in Germany. So was she with her dad. And her parents let her meet him um, after kind of figuring out what his situation was. They went on a couple of dates and Elvis said outright, that he could train her to be the kind of woman she wanted based on her age. And this was acceptable behavior. When you tell people about this, they're like, well, yeah, that's how it was back then. Okay, you guys, but it was wrong. Like, we don't rationalize by saying that's how it was back then. We say it was wrong and it's still wrong. And why are we still making this guy look like a cool dude 
oh, we're not going to taint his fucking legacy over this. What? You know what's crazy is like the other day I researching for this. I came across a comment where someone had like shamed Priscilla was like, all she cared about was money. And I'm like, she was 14, like trying to holler at a guy 10 years older than her. I bet she felt really cool when he gave her attention. I knew chicks like that in junior high. That's the crazy thing. It's not foreign. It's not not happening. I was in junior high 20 years ago and this was happening then. So I'm positive that 14, 15 year old girls are still chasing around 22, 23, 24 year old men and that they're chasing them back and that this is still an ongoing conversation that we're just not discussing. We're acting like this is actually not very common when really it's just not really discussed. One of the other examples I'd like to point out is Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner died in what, his 80s, 90s? The guy was like 104, like one foot in the grave for the last 20 years. And I don't feel bad talking about him like that because this dude was disgusting. And these girls had to sign NDAs up their wazoo. So none of them will ever tell you the things they actually experienced because they had to sign NDAs. And anyone who you know, observes the situation will be like, well, that's what they walked into. It was the Playboy Mansion. They wanted to be bunnies. Oh, okay. So you're co-signing that if they want to walk into this position, this dude should be able to be like, sign this NDA. Guess what? You're going to take these drugs and do this stuff with these girls while my pervy old ass watches. And you don't get to say anything about it because you signed an NDA and that's what you chose to do when you came here. Are you serious, you guys? Like, I think the crazy part is, is that people don't really realize what they're saying when they're like victim shaming in these circumstances where we're like, well, they're all about money. Well, most people are all about money. Vulnerable people be in vulnerable positions. It doesn't make the fucking predator any less of a predator. It really doesn't. Like, I don't understand how you can fix your face to go with that. So there's that. So one of the things I find equally as disturbing is the way that certain celebrities will kind of jump on board of defending um, someone who's being accused of this. The one that comes to mind for me is Roman Polanski and Johnny Depp. Like Johnny Depp has been an avid, like supports the whole complete whatever out of Roman Polanski. And Roman Polanski was like, this was like ages ago that this happened. I think that, this is such a sensitive topic and I'm not going to use any of the big ma main words because I don't want any of the algorithms to think that that's actually the kind of information I want to talk about. But I think that it's appalling to look at the psychology as a whole. And it's appalling to look at the psychology as someone who's been a victim of it, as someone who's been a victim of it, and the person who perpetrated it was protected. As a direct like experiencer of watching a system designed to protect a person, protect a person who hurts people, it's just crazy. Like. Oh no, it's crazy. Okay, we can't even have this conversation without discussing the biggest brand space, which is Disney, when it comes to a level of if this is an open secret, well, then we have to be paying attention to the Disneys and the Nickelodeons of the world and analyzing just some 
uh, weird coincidences that go along with that. One of them to me that always sticks out is how much of the princess stories have dark origins to them. Like they're actually very evil, sinister fucking stories or very hypersexual. Like, yo, Sleeping Beauty is like appalling. And what's weird about it is that a lot of these, a lot of these women that I know that get into um, Disney hardcore, the princesses, the whole nine are also really into like crazy erotica. This is speculation. It seems as if you superficially program the inner child with the Disney stuff, that like that when you get into the adult years, you already like pre-program the crazy like BDSM kind of shit. And that trips me out hardcore to kind of witness it. But I also have had this conversation before with quite a few different people about how as a kid, you understood the chemistry and the sexual compatibility that was being presented to you in the love stories like you understood that they liked each other and that there was this cute energy and you understood how to apply that in your own life like how to identify if you thought someone was cute and shit but how Disney was like actually a promoter to a certain level of adult experiences even though it wasn't talked about it wasn't discussed it wasn't really on the on the outwardly level because kids aren't really talking about those things that they're feeling on the inside. But I've had conversations with multiple friends as adults who completely identify where certain things they picked up on in Disney movies that gave them certain tastes when they got older, certain things they were into. So I very much think you can't walk away from this conversation without saying, hey, at what point do we stand back and just at least become more conscious and more aware? my perspective on things is never like go to war with it or like try to shut it down. It's more like how much of this are you actually observing? Cause the key here is that if you can observe, you're going to make more conscious and educated decisions. You're going to make more actually informed decisions. But if you're not able to observe, you're just regurgitating information. Someone else spits at you. You're just regurgitating information that someone else wrote down for you. Um, you feel like more confident in someone else's intuition on a thing than you do to take that information they just gave you. Let it ruminate in your spirit and see how it applies to other things that you know before you just co-sign it because you just trust them. You just trust what they have to say. This level of conscious awareness becomes necessary. And to understand how we've been manipulated since children through advertising propaganda, which is we'll get into um, in this overall series as well, there is a big level at which in order for you to exit this, you have to become self-aware of how your energy is being extracted from you in every different direction on a regular basis. And that's if you want to exit. You don't have to exit. You can stop right now. You can stop shit, go back to the world and say, fuck this. I'm done listening to this crazy bitch. I'm cool with that. I literally am. I accept it. It's your world. All right, let's get into the final wrap-up of this. The idea here is not to, like, shock your senses with how prevalent and how serious and rampant and systemic the problem is. The idea here is to make you more aware that this is something that exists in the world in a real capacity and we need to be protectors of children we need to be protectors of innocent people falling victim to predators we need to be more aware of who the predators are and what they look like the first people who start arguing there's not a problem sus <laughs> like sus because the evidence is there stack 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 what <laughs> okay there's that now, 
solution-based. Um, if you've ever been through this, it's really, really important for you to heal. It's also really important for you to recognize that you can heal. At least from my perspective, it's important to recognize that you can. It's possible if you want to. It's possible if you believe it so. I think that if there's anything that we're pointing at in a big, big way with this entire series, it's that where you put your perception is really, really important. Also, what you allow yourself to become aware of. That's the other key to this. As you are becoming more aware of these different layers that are built into the matrix, what you're then doing is getting a more well-rounded picture. That's what I'm trying to do with connecting the dots, right? Was corporation is number one, letting you know how business is set up on a day-to-day. Also how education is set up on a regular basis. Chimatica gives you a really good outline to lots of different ways to start seeing spirituality, but not necessarily just spirituality, but your energetic body, how that is actually being affected on a regular basis through different um, layers of imagery, sound, frequency, colors, textures, tastes, all your senses, how you're kind of a tape recorder in that sense and the way that that programming is taking place. What the bleep jumps you into the next level of that, which is all about, wait a minute, where is my perception? Where does my perceptions come from? Are my perceptions fixed? Are they mutable? Are they able to be um, flexible? Uh, can I can I maybe adjust them a little bit? Am I okay with accepting new information to change my perspective? Quantum physics and in what the bleep gave us the notion of understanding kind of how all these key components have been able to be put into place because the science is already there. With this documentary, we had to bring it back to the surface level a little bit further because of how rampant of a problem it is. When something affects a large majority of us on such a rampant basis like sexual assault, it is something that needs to be discussed in order to figure out where the actual issue is. The other layers of this series are going to help kind of really elaborate on, on how to put the thumb on where that came from and why this is. So one of the first key things we need to be paying attention to is literally it's been going on for however long that we have just accepted young ladies being completely just sent right off with older men and we're gonna make excuses for it even though we realize now more than we did before about brain development when we were like allowing these things to happen with the you know i i would say way way earlier than the 1800s like this has been happening for ages and we just like been being like well this is how it is how it goes like bruh we have a lot more spiritual know-how right now in these moments to give ourselves some clarity uh, to take new steps on new awareness. Alternately, we have the same capability to stand around in fear and be like shocked and stunned, you know. So I think that it, this is a very important piece to look over to reiterate that one must heal their own traumas from their own experiences. So you have to become aware that this isn't just a you problem, this is a systemic problem. So if it's happened to you, you can bet your ass that you're not alone on that because it happens so, so frequently. That might be like a drag, but it's only a drag because we're not actually taking active cognitive. That doesn't mean go out and like 
you know, make signs and stomp around and protest. It literally means self-reflection. It literally means heal your wounds. If you heal your wounds, you'll know what to do next. If you feel like you got to go out there and just like protest and act like a crazy person, it's because you haven't healed anything yet. You just want to go out and fight somebody because you're pissed. You should be pissed. That's not how you deal with it. There are other ways to tactfully put your energy in place in order to benefit yourself in longevity, not just short term while you're pissed off like a firecracker and you want to just be in the parking lot. Okay. So not to say that like you can't go do that if you want to go do that. Sometimes we need to like be a, a show of numbers, but there's a lot that can be done with numbers administratively and strategically when you tactfully apply where you put your attention, where you put your intention and your attention. All right. Let's get into the homework. Okay. Yeah, you're at the end of the episode. Thanks for listening all the way through, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so next week's episode, your homework for next week's episode is a documentary called Third Eye Spies. You spell out the word third. You don't use the three and the RD. You spell it out. Third Eye Spies. This is about what has recently been released as of earlier this year in regards to psychic awareness and what the government knows about it, how the government's used it, different elements of that. And I think you're going to like it. It's really, really fun. It's hopefully going to lift us up from this stupid ass documentary. Sorry, we have to even watch these shitty documentaries like An Open Secret. I mean, it's a great documentary because of what it um, did for the people who experienced it. But, you know, no, like, it shouldn't even be happening. It's just it's terrible this even happened. So, okay, cool. Thanks for listening. Um, I'll see you next week. Peace.